Hi, this is Shannon Kringen, Goddess Kring in Seattle, and I, I'm reaching out. Um, when I do these recordings, uh, I don't know who I'm talking to. I'm talking to an imaginary audience, although some people do listen to what I post. I might be talking to myself because I play back what I record to try to learn something. I might be talking to God or Great Spirit or my higher self. Um, I'm not really a religious person at all, but I do feel like there is something beyond myself which guides me, and I feel connected to the entire universe. Uh, I had a very upsetting, challenging meeting this morning, and I don't want to say any details about it, uh, but I made a choice, and now I'm regretting the choice that I made, or at least doubting the choice that I made. Uh, it's very challenging being a full-time freelance person. I feel very grateful and very lucky on a certain level, that I have a flexible schedule and that I work literally for 20 different places, uh, a few medical schools and a few art schools, mostly art schools. I've done this work for over 20 years and I'm really good at it. But the stressful thing about it is making choices of yes and no. Who do I decide to work for and who do I decide not to? And today I made a choice that impacts my schedule quite significantly. And there's pros and cons to the choice that I made. And now I'm regretting the choice that I made, but it's kind of too late to switch it back. I could try switching it back with the person running the risk of them really not feeling like they can trust me because I changed my choice back and forth a couple times and there is a chance that this situation can happen in a few more months and then I could make a different choice. I don't want to say any specifics and then I'm trying to have empathy for myself because today I'm, I'm posing for a very super realistic portrait drawing or portrait painting class and I have to sit absolutely still which I mostly love to do um, but this this choice I made today impacts, oh my gosh, I can't even say what it is because I, I don't, I want everything to remain as private as possible in terms of the specifics involved, uh, the people and the awareness of this situation. But this is so hard. And then I, I think back on other experiences I've had, like uh, many, many years ago, I made the choice to have an abortion in my 20s. And that's a real personal thing that maybe I don't really want to talk about right now. But I I labored over it. I mean, that's a life-changing situation, like deciding to have an abortion or not. Uh, I'm so stressed out right now. Um, I, I'm on my lunch break, and I'm going to go pose for another four hours. I'm trying to be very calm, or three hours. I'm trying to be calm. I'm having really OCD thoughts about regretting my choice and wanting to switch back knowing that if I try to switch back, that might fail, and it involves other people, and they might be upset with me. Um, so, and my, really, my life is my job. My, my jobs as a freelance person, and my relationship with my cat, and my relationship with my boyfriend, and that's pretty much my life, and I, I don't have a lot of family or friends uh, that I'm close to. I have a mom and a dad, and that's about it, and I, I don't have any brothers or sisters. I don't have any kids of my own, or grandkids, or very many close friends and 
I might be high-functioning autistic. I'm very OCD, like obsessive-compulsive thoughts in my head. Like, I don't wash my hands, you know, 50 times a day or something like that, which is, I'm really glad I don't have that particular issue of doing weird physical things all day long to the point where it harms me. But I do have OCD in my thinking. Uh, I'm obsessing about this choice that I made today. And I remember a few years ago in my abortion, I obsessed about before, during, and after. And my every once in a while, I cry about it now and thank God maybe I should have made a different choice. But I made the choice that I made and it led me to where I am now. There was an apartment that I almost moved into about four years ago. And I I even put a deposit down on it, and then I changed my mind, and then I lost my $150 deposit, and I freaked out about that, and I obsessed about that choice, and then I actually tried to make a different choice. I called the person back and said I changed my mind, and they say, too late. We're going to keep your $150 too late. You can't change back. So you learn the hard way that if you change your mind, sometimes people say, nope, you already told me what you wanted. You can't change back. And I realized that my life and my, you know, I'm really stressed out about this and I'm kind of torturing myself about it. And I realized that it's a big world. And for me to waste my energy worrying about this is not helping me. And yet I can't stop thinking about this particular choice that I just made. Um, but the meeting I had with a certain person was a little bit upsetting to me. They said something to me about it's all or nothing. It's kind of like the mafia. You know, you, you're either all in or not in at all. And uh, that comparison, you know, it was partly an exaggeration and a joke because this has nothing to do with the mafia or anything that's like violent or dangerous in that way or illegal or anything. This is all just about this person comparing me saying yes to this like joining the mafia. Like in other words, it's 100%. You can't just sort of do it. You have to be 100% committed or 100% not doing it. And that is one of the challenges that I have is making choices. Uh, and when I get called and then this person, I've been working so hard this week. I have like eight modeling jobs and um, at a few different places, three or four different places. And one of them is five sessions at one place, but the rest are different one-off sessions. It's hard to explain. It's very complicated. My schedule, it, I barely have enough time to eat, sleep, exercise. I bring all of my own food with me to my jobs, uh, which requires me to cook the night before. And then I have like a like a refrigeratable bag with ice packs in it that I bring all my food because of my nutrition situation that I'm in as well. Oh God, I regret this choice that I made today, but I can't go back, I don't think. So I run the risk of screwing up the relationship with this person if I change my mind back because there's a chance in a few months that I could make a different choice with the same situation. It's just too hard to explain. I'm trying to keep my privacy and not say that any specifics. Let's just say the crux of this post is about me dealing with my OCD and worrying about my decisions and, oh my God, I wish I could go back and make a different choice. There's so many different choices we make in life that lead us down a certain path and then we never know for sure what would have happened if we could go back and make a different choice. I mean, I imagine people 
they get on an airplane that crashes. Of course, those people are no longer with us. But imagine if you're the person that at the last minute decided to not take a flight and then that flight ends up crashing and everyone on the plane dies and you happen to not be on that flight. And then you're so glad you made that choice. Or the choice, you know, if somebody is in an accident and they make a left turn instead of a right turn and then that changes everything for the better or for the worse. Uh, I don't know. Like those are life and death situations. The, the thing that I was involved with today is not a life or death decision but I feel it's too hard to explain why I'm upset about it. The person, it was a complicated meeting I had with somebody. And there's a lot of subtext that I can't really get into. Uh, it's, not a, it's not a huge life or death situation. I'm totally safe physically, mentally, financially. I'm totally safe uh, theoretically. But I, in my mind, I feel terrible. I feel so uncomfortable right now. And I just watched a video on OCD and how to stop your OCD thoughts. Uh, and it basically, this lady, I think she's pretty smart. She's some kind of a, a therapist type person. And she says, basically, you can't. The more you try to stop thinking or obsessing, or you tell yourself to stop obsessing about what you're obsessing about, that's just a whole nother way of obsessing. So the only answer is to do nothing is to basically observe your thoughts. Well, basically, this is my idea, is that all the meditation that I've done teaches you that you, it's like some people think meditating means that you stop thinking. Uh, but you can't stop thinking. You know, we are humans and we think. Uh, you can't really stop thinking. But there's part of you that's witnessing. There's, there's part of you that's quiet. Call that your, your soul or your higher self or the part of you that's in touch with God or great spirit or the, the energy of the universe or science, whatever you want to call it. Something beyond just your individual self that's a lot more stable and strong than the individual self. Well, there's this feeling of... I can't make mistakes. I have to be perfect. And there is no such thing as perfection. Even nature is perfectly imperfect. So there's this part of me that can witness that I'm obsessing. Like thoughts are like clouds blowing around in the sky. So I need to realize that I am more than just these thoughts and feelings in my head. And my life is more than decisions I make about my career or my personal life. You know, my life is way beyond when I think about my cat, you know, I love my cat so much and I know he's not going to live forever. And I loved my previous cat and my previous cat. So he's my third cat in the last 20 some years and I love him so much and his life is temporary and I want him to stick around as long as possible and I'm feeding him the best diet possible. I love him so much and I know one day he'll pass away and I will cry about it. And I know that then I will adopt another cat and then I will love that cat and that cat will pass away and I will cry about that. So that's what life is, is constant birth and death, birth and death. There's birth and death of thoughts. There's choices we make. And I wish that I could just let myself rest. You know, I'm so exhausted from the way that I think about things. And this week's schedule, you know, I got this one of these jobs at the last minute when somebody else canceled, which is cool. And then I was modeling the other day and the timer went off 
Uh, when you model for art classes, there's a timer and it goes ding. You know, you, you pose for 20 minutes and it goes ding. And then you pose and then you rest for five minutes and the, t- and the breaks are even timed and it goes ding after five minutes. And the, the artist noticed, she's, he's like, wow, you really jump when the timer goes off. And then I realized, oh my God, it's, it was embarrassing. Like, like, what am I, a racehorse? Like when the timer goes off, I jump on the model stand. Okay, it's time for me to go on the model stand. It's like, it's like, I can't relax. There's a timer going off and I have an alarm clock that I set in, in the morning when I get up and everything is on a timer. Everything is, everything is, is so fast and rushed and stressed out. And I'm thinking, is this really worth the stress that I'm going through? You know, I'm doing fine. I, I've been freelancing for over 20 years. I work at like 20 different, literally probably 20 different places. I haven't really counted but I work at a bunch of different art schools and three different medical schools or maybe even four. I don't, I don't remember. But I work at so many places and my schedule is so bizarre and I get jobs at the last minute and then sometimes I get jobs booked months in advance. My schedule changes every day, every week, every month. And yet consistently for over 20 years, I've been able to make a full-time living. I started in 1992 modeling for artists. And then I started modeling for medical students in 1997 or 98. So for over 20 years, and ever since 1997 or eight, I've made a full-time living as a freelance art and medical model. So, and yet I keep doubting, you know, that I can do this, but I keep doing it. And yes, I'm low income, but my life is very inexpensive. And so I'm kind of like middle class in ratio, like everything is relative. You know, like if you make 10000 a month, that's a lot. But if your expenses are high, then it's not very much. Well, you know, I make like 1500 bucks a month or 1200 bucks a month. I don't know how much I make, but I, I make under 2000 a month all the time. That's for sure. And which sounds like nothing to most people in the United States of America. It's different in every country. Um, I am basically a low-income person, and, and my rent is only a third of my income guaranteed so because of the situation that I'm in. And so basically in my health insurance, I have Medicare or Medicaid because I'm low income. So I qualify for the good kind of socialized health care that we have in the, in the United States, which I think only low income people have. Uh, everyone deserves the kind that I have. But so my lifestyle is inexpensive. You know, I don't eat out. I shop at, at discount stores. I go to the food bank to stretch my budget. I go to thrift stores. I don't really care that much about material wealth. You know, I, I resent that we're told as an Ameri- the American dream is to chase after money and want to be rich, rich, rich. And, and everyone's trying to get rich, get rich, get rich. And it's like, that's too much. So I need to relax. I am like way too strung out on this obsessive thought about the choice that I made today. And I will never know. You know, none of us will ever know if we make one big choice in life, you know, plan A or plan B, you know, you you take a left turn or you take a right turn. And then once you commit, you got to commit. So it's like, uh, once again, I made a choice and now I question and doubt my choice. So this is hard. So I just wanted to do a post about obsessive compulsive thinking and particularly worrying about a choice that you make that you really can't change back to the other choice because other people will get upset with me and I will let other people down. No matter what you do, a door opens and another door closes, I guess. 
this is so difficult. I need to focus maybe on what is going well in my life and realize that I have this uncomfortable, obsessive thoughts about this decision, but there's so many other things in my life that are just fine. My cat is fine. My apartment is fine. My mom and dad are both fine. I love them. I love my boyfriend. I love my cat. I love my apartment. Uh, I have a little tiny car and it's working just fine. I never had a car until about six years ago and it is so luxurious having a car. You know, uh, public transportation in Seattle is not really very good. We have a lot of buses, but they're really slow and uh, it used to take me forever to get places on the bus. And so for 26 years I rode the bus and now I have my own car and it's so amazing. So I'm really grateful for that. So I guess the antidote maybe to me obsessing about this choice and wondering what if I had made a different choice, um, the antidote to that, aside from just letting the thoughts be there, is maybe focus on gratitude. Focus on that I'm glad that I had this meeting today, even though it went in a way that maybe wasn't the best because of a choice that I made Maybe I learned something from this. Maybe I'll figure it out later. I don't know. I'm really uncomfortable right now, and I have to just get through the rest of the day, and then I can rest. Part of the problem, too, is that I have been so busy that I've just literally had time to eat, sleep, um, feed my cat, get the bare minimum of exercise. I basically don't have time to do, don't really have time to do anything fun because I'm just working. Uh, but I love my work. So thanks for listening. I'm just, I just hope I can calm down. I hope if anyone's listening to this, I hope it helps you. And Shannon, you are listening to yourself and I hope this helps you learn something about yourself. I love you, Shannon. And I love you. Anyone listening, sending you peace and love. Life can be so challenging. There's so much injustice happening. I love the message of Bernie Sanders and Marion Williamson, all about economic justice and ethics. Uh, I'm on the same page as Marianne Williamson and Bernie Sanders both. Uh, they're my two favorite candidates. I wish we could have Bernie Sanders and Marianne Williamson as president and vice president um, as a team working together because they pretty much line up. And Bernie Sanders has a very different way of explaining his ideas than Marianne Williamson. But I think the ethics and the economic justice of their ideas is pretty much the same. You know, stop letting the 1% hoard all the money and make the rest of us live in poverty and start investing in our society. And there'd be less crime and less poverty and less anger in American society if we had more economic justice. Uh, lower wages for the extremely wealthy, higher wages for the low income. So thank you for listening. Ethics and compassion for myself having OCD right now, obsessive compulsive thinking is very uncomfortable. The more I try to stop, the worse it gets. So it's like I have to let myself go ahead, obsess about whatever. Ironically, like if you have a, a muscle cramp or you're trying to get out of a Chinese finger trap, you have to just relax and then get out of it. You can't force it. So I can't force this. So I can't force myself to not be OCD on this thinking. So I need to accept that I'm OCD and maybe relax into it and maybe it'll fade a bit. And I can, Or I can just obsess about something really positive. <laughs> That's another solution. Thanks for listening. Have a great day, everyone. My name is Shannon Kringen, Goddess Kring. 
I do a bunch of art online. Feel free to look that up. Uh, bye for now.